This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush. Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today on this fine Thursday. And as I said yesterday, we would have Dr. Kelly Victory with us today, as well as Steve House. So let me get them both brought up here. Dr. Kelly, welcome. How are you? I am well, John. Thanks for having me as always. Well, other than I'm just disgusted with the set into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. That's that's why you're here today. <laughs> Steve House, welcome. Hope you guys had a, had a great Thanksgiving, both of you, by the way. I did, John. I am uh, driving, but hopefully it won't be a problem. And uh, like Kelly, I'm a little disgusted, but it's really, really good to be one of those people who didn't get four, four vaccines by now. Oh, man, is that not the, that? Not the, okay, so so let's start there. Dr. Kelly, I mean, we're still seeing the CDC. There's PSAs all over the radio, not this particular station, of course, but there's other stations playing CDC PSAs about keeping kids indoors. They can't play with each other. If they do, they've got to be six feet apart. I mean, is this nonsense ever going to stop, Dr. Kelly? No, I've got to tell you, John, you know, when people realize that they are on the wrong side of this argument, they realize that what they have suggested or what they have been doing is preposterous, they do one of two things. People who have any morals or ethics or intestinal fortitude stand up and say, I was wrong, and they, they reconfigure their guidelines. People who are dishonest, people who are on the take, people who have no integrity, double down. Mm. And that's what these people are doing. They are doubling down. They know that there isn't a lick of good science behind this. They know not only that the safety data is it's lacking and is mounting up a you know more and more to prove that we have overwhelming adverse events. They know that these vaccines are not effective at all against stopping people from contracting the virus. They know that the multiply vaccinated are the ones getting sick and sick and sick over and over again, yet they are doubling down. It's unconscionable, and it has got to stop. Agree, Steve. You sent articles out this week as well along those same lines. I mean, again, I keep saying this. I sound like a broken record. I thought by now we'd be done with this, but it's actually, I hate to say this, but as we head into the winter months now, this is getting worse, not better, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you've got right now you've got the folks from Moderna and Pfizer trying to get approval on a six months to four years um, bivalent vaccine, which makes no sense. Um, I think the other part of this problem is, is if you go back and look at how this all happened, what's really going on now on the investigative side is they're starting with the idea that, well, now maybe the coronavirus was created by the U.S. as a bioweapon that was then farmed to Wuhan. They were then paid to do gain of function. That's how this thing started. Mm-hmm. 
So you, not only do the people you're talking about that Kelly was referring to need to step up and admit they were wrong, but we really need to unpack the fact that the world changed because some people were screwing around yep. and made a huge mistake, and it cost a whole bunch of people. So how you defend vaccines that are hurting people in the face of all of that, I don't know how you do it. I don't either. And I interviewed a gentleman earlier this week that has very close ties to the investigative side of Dr. Fauci. Kent Hicken Lively is his name. And, uh, and you guys may know his name. He and Dr. Paul Alexander have worked together, released a book talking about the book's titled Presidential Takedown. And in that book, they're talking about all of the evil things, Dr. Kelly, that Dr. Fauci himself did. And if you really want to blame one single person for where we're at today, you can really hang it on the head of Dr. Fauci. Well, I, you know, I, there is no love lost between me and, and uh, Anthony Fauci, for sure. Uh, he has been very, very inextricably tied to this entire debacle. There's no question he has made millions, hundreds of millions of dollars yep. on it. He has perjured himself over and, and over Really quick, too, Dr. Kelly, uh, Charlie and I were talking about this yesterday. Along those lines, also has no problem going into some of the Glamour magazines, showing the wealth that he has, his home, and so on. This this guy has no scruples at all. No, I, I, I agree. And, and he is pure. He is really pure evil because he knows darn well this isn't stupidity. This is evil. He has made millions and millions. His daughter was working for Twitter, by the way, uh, at the time of you know all of this censorship. He knows darn well not only that he personally was uh, involved in funneling U.S. taxpayer dollars to the lab in Wuhan through that Shell Corporation EcoHealth Alliance, by the way, in order to do gain of function. So they were trying to subvert uh, what was standing law against doing gain of function research. He subsequently lied about it. He also knows darn well that HHS and the CDC were giving money uh, through this, this BS called the COVID-19 Community Corp funneling money to the American Association of Family Physicians, the American Medical Association, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, and on and on. All of these different medical organizations received monies from the CDC and HHS, which is part of the reason why they are continuing to push these mm -hmm. vaccines, despite the fact that they know they don't work, because all of these organizations got money in, you know, ahead of time, and they are now going to double down and keep saying, yep, get another booster, get another booster. I can't, I, I, we've got friends we know, people that we know that are, can, you know, bragging about, oh, yep, I'm on my way down here in a day or two to get my, my next booster. Steve, do people just not, I guess they don't listen to us, number one. Number two, even if they do, I feel like some choose to ignore and still are getting the boosters and the things that we talk about daily not to do. I encountered two people today, in fact, um, one who had had four shots and the last three of which she got very sick after the shot. Um, and she finally said to me, is that normal? And I said, no, it shouldn't happen that way. And she's like, well, how did how, you know what's going wrong? I said, here, read a couple of things. So I send her some stuff to read. She called me back and she said, oh, my God, am I going to die from these vaccines? And I said, I hope not. But you need to realize that this stuff was very damaging to a lot of people yep. and what was happening. And they just didn't look. I mean, they were these are people who didn't have to get the vaccine, but they were 
not doing any research. Their doctors were not dissuading them from it. Right. And so, oh, if, if anything, you know, Steve, in some cases, the opposite. Do- some doctors were persuading them, forcing them almost to get it. I know, and you know, we obviously saw articles this week about how bad that can be. But in reality, the doctor missed the point. And I, I'm not going to be critical of Kelly because I think Kelly's a wonderful doctor. But there are doctors out there who do not look at the situation and say, "What is this patient's actual risk mm-hmm. if they get COVID?" And how does that risk stack up against an emergency use authorization, a.k.a. experimental drug? And if they just ask that question every time a patient is in front of them trying to make that decision, a whole lot less people would have been vaccinated. Yep, I agree. Dr. Kelly, what's your response to all that? Well, I agree. I, I, I am... Uh, a- Frankly, you guys, I think, are far more generous uh, with the average medical professional than I am. Uh, I hold my colleagues accountable. Without the physicians continuing to push this stuff, we would never be in the bind that we are in. Physicians have never in the past pushed a therapeutic. I don't care if it's an antibiotic, a medication for high blood pressure, chemotherapy. We have never pushed something on groups of people on whom it has never been tested. These, these vaccines, quote-unquote, were never tested on pregnant women, lactating women, people with underlying autoimmune diseases, people who had already had and recovered from COVID, and on and on. So they have no idea, no business making the claim that these things are safe. We don't have a lick of data behind mm-hmm. that to prove that or support that. They cannot say that they're effective, and they now acknowledge, the CDC, FDA, all the vaccine manufacturers acknowledge These, quote, vaccines don't stop you from contracting COVID. They don't stop you from transmitting to others. And to this day, as of December 8, 2022, there still does not exist a single randomized trial that shows that they decrease your risk of severe illness, hospitalization, or death. So they should stop, you know, making these claims. This is absolute falsehood. Agree. All right. Great. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. There's one. There was another failure that Kelly didn't point out in that process, and here's here's what it was for me. Once you start hearing at least anecdotal data and stories about miscarriages, about people struggling with myocarditis, right. if you're a medical professional at that point, even if it's just anecdotal, Kelly, don't you stop for a second and go, "All right, wait a minute. Let me take a closer look well, at the risk." Let me. I mean, whether you read every article or not. You should at least examine the possibility that that anecdotal data might be accurate. So, therefore, I have to examine the situation. And they didn't do that. Absolutely. Let's call it like it is, Steve. The VAIR system, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, was created by the CDC. They put that in place 24 years ago to be an early warning system, the proverbial canary in the coal mine so that we would see a signal as early as possible and do exactly what you're saying. Stop and say, whoa, is something going on? As of November 25th, 2022, the VIR system had 15,508 deaths associated with these vaccines, 22% of which occurred within the first 96 hours after the shot, okay? There 15-plus thousand people disabled, nearly 10,000 with heart injuries, all reported to VAERS, okay? And VAERS, hopefully everyone knows by now, is woefully underreported. That's right. That's right. Anywhere between 10 and 100 times underreported. 
So you are darn right. And to put some perspective on this, in the past, if you look back to the swine flu vaccine in 1976, that vaccine was pulled from the market when they had 25, 25 reported deaths that they thought might be associated with it. 25 deaths, it gets pulled. This one, we have over 15,000, and they aren't even looking nope. at it. It is nope. safe and effective. Safe and effective. Yep. Great segue. Keep the questions coming. I got a couple we'll ask as soon as we come back. Text line 307 200 8222. Again, 307 200 8222. Text me those questions. We'll get them asked uh, during this hour. Absolute electrical heating and air is coming up next. Furnace tune up special. Call and find out how much that is and how soon they can get out to your home to do that. KLZradio.com 720 526 0231. Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers. Find out how the buy-down program might assist you in buying a new home or even changing homes that you now live in. 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right, Solar Energy Partners, find out if solar is right for you and how much money you could save at your home. 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. 
What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. No, there is not. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Dr. Kelly Victory with us this hour along with Steve Howe. Steve was instrumental in getting Dr. Kelly on board with us here at Rush to Reason a long time ago now. And uh, Dr. Kelly Victory, of course, has a long list of accolades. You can find all of her information by just going to our website, RushToReason.com. There's an entire page there dedicated to her, all the things she does, the links and so on. Dr. Kelly, you know, just a personal question, because I think what's happening right now is, first of all, there's a lot of folks right now that are ill. I have heard there's up to four different flu strains running around. I know that a lot of doctor's offices, in fact, I got a question on this from a listener, that are still doing COVID tests the minute you arrive at the office. And so my question to you, Dr. Kelly, is... You know, even with a positive COVID test, somebody could still have a quote unquote flu bug because we know the tests aren't foolproof. You know, how are doctors even distinguishing from COVID versus the flu and then treating patients accordingly? You know, John, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Um, They are only looking for one thing right now, and that's COVID. It's COVID, COVID, COVID. So you're exactly right. The symptoms are nearly identical between a common cold caused by rhinovirus, the current strains of COVID, and frankly, also influenza. They have the very similar symptomatology, runny nose, sore throat, cough, low-grade fever, lethargy, muscle aches, you know, those sorts of right, things. Right. Um, it, yet they are only testing for one thing, and that's COVID. Um, so that's a big problem. Number two Tell me, please, what are you going to do differently if you found out it was COVID versus influenza versus rhinovirus? Nothing is the answer. You're going to take ibuprofen or Tylenol if you have aches and a fever. You're going to use throat lozenges and cough medicine if you're coughing. You're going to take a decongestant if you're congested. We have got to start you know, treating things mm-hmm. the way we always did, which is based on your symptoms and not acting as if, there's some reason to be counting cases of COVID. Furthermore, they keep sounding the fear bell about influenza strains and RSV and on and on. I just today was at the gym and I got a text from someone saying, you know, my nephew had a baby and the pediatrician told him the baby couldn't meet any of his cousins who are all, you know, young Mm -hmm. elementary school, couldn't meet the cousins for six months because, quote, of all the babies dying of RSV. What, all what babies dying of RSV? Where, where the heck is this person? Right. You know, we we have RSV every year. Right. It serves. It certainly poses a risk to young children and to the elderly. But we don't have any more severe strain of RSV this year. If anything, the increased incidence of RSV and influenza that we're seeing this year 
is related to the fact, number one, that kids were kept indoors right. and didn't get exposed to That's stuff right. for nearly two and a half years. And number two, the hit job we've done on everyone's immune system by having them uh, wearing these masks, staying indoors, and getting vaccinated over and over and over again. Yep, you're exactly right. Okay, so a question came in from a listener, kind of kind of tying into what I'm talking about. This particular listener says they've had COVID three times. This last time around Thanksgiving was absolutely miserable, sick in bed. This strain of COVID was much worse. Now, I, I want to stop there for a moment because, again, Dr. Kelly, I don't know this person, don't know, you know, they're not your patient. I don't know what strain of COVID they've had for three times. I mean, again, because of the way these COVID tests work, they could have had a strain of influenza three times in a row because those COVID tests are not foolproof. Am I correct? No, you're absolutely correct. The, the tests we're still using, let's face it, the PCR tests, which were never intended to be used for, for what they're being used for. Um, and the other thing is, and I, I'm not casting stones at anyone, so I don't know right. anything about this particular right. question or, or what their symptoms are. So please, this is not a personal response. It's just a random comment about what's going on right now, which is that because we have sort of given this legs of its own, we've given this a life of its own, People are fearful, and this idea that, oh, my God, I have COVID, and they take to the bed, I think rather than just how would you have acted three years ago if you had the same symptoms? How would you have behaved? Would you have stayed home from work? No. Would you have stayed home from the cocktail party? No. Would you have stayed home from the gym? Only only if you're so bad you don't feel like getting out of bed to go, Dr. Kelly, but otherwise, no, you, you know, in my world, being self-employed, you sucked it up and went to work. You didn't have any choice. Exactly. So I think what is happening here, with all due respect, is that people get this diagnosis. Oh, my gosh, I've got COVID or my spouse has COVID or my son has COVID. And all of a sudden, it's as if, you know, we're not talking about smallpox people. OK, you're talking about something that three years ago, you would have said, oh, I'm sorry, you're not feeling good. Here's a box of Kleenex and some cough drops. And we wouldn't have acted as if, yeah. you know, that there's somehow it's a, you know, Lysol in the house and, and you know, putting up, you know, the, the red mark on the on the door, you know, above the door, don't come in. You know, this is not, this is not leprosy. Right. And it's not right. smallpox. Right. So, so we, we, we need to kind of dial it back and I think start treating it more, I mean, common sense. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so that leads into this next topic. This particular listener that uh, that texted in was is the flu vaccine. Ava- you know, the flu vaccine is available in this particular person's area. It's the old-fashioned kind at Walgreens, not the new mRNA type. Should this person, and I know you can't say this directly, but you know, in a I guess in a in a blanket statement, should people get the flu vaccine? Given that the flu is totally different from COVID, I, I have my own thoughts, but I want to get yours. Yeah, well, what I'm telling people is if you got flu vaccines in the past, if you're somebody who feels that you have benefited from flu vaccines, then get a flu vaccine. I don't get one. I've never gotten one in my life. Um, I think that um, the the risks of feeling poorly from the vaccine for me outweigh the benefits of it. Do I want to get influenza? No. If I get it, um, I know that I'm healthy enough and fit enough that I will feel lousy for a week to 10 days and I'll move on. So I don't get a flu shot. 
But if you're somebody who either has underlying health conditions such that you have been recommended to get flu shots in the past, I have no reason to think you shouldn't get one this year. In a good year, the flu shots are somewhere in the range of 60% effective Mm -hmm. in a good year. In a lousy year, when they don't guess well with regard to what, because that's what it is, the guess, that's right. to which strain's going to rear its ugly head, the flu shot might only be 20, 22% effective. So they and by the way, I think we're in one of those years right now, personally speaking. I, I think you're probably right, because their focus has been on nothing that's other than right. COVID. That's but right. what I would tell people is, Follow follow your routine. If you've gotten flu shots in the past, okay. I have no reason to think you shouldn't get one this year. Okay. All right. Perfect. Steve, your thoughts on just all of this combined. I mean, I, I know that this is a deep topic and we cannot give out personal information. You know, Dr. Kelly can't see these people on a one-on-one basis. A lot of what we're doing are blanket statements. But my fear is... That to everything, you know, Dr. Kelly said, we've labeled everything COVID, 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 that I'm not so sure at times that when people have been sick and the doctor told them they had COVID, did they really have COVID or not? I don't know. Yeah, you know what, John, I I want to clear up something you said six or seven minutes ago, just real quick, and that is you gave me credit for bringing Kelly to this show. But when I'm not on the show, I tell people I actually talked her into being a doctor. So <laughs> good, one. good one, good one, good one. But, but, but you know, to, to your question, there's, there's a bigger philosophical problem that's been created, which is we have a group of people in healthcare now and people who are using healthcare who don't trust it as much. Hmm. Um, they don't trust it as much. It's not available as much. We've hospitals have been hurt significantly by lockdowns. Mm. They're shutting down service lines. There's a lot of things about the healthcare system. And quite frankly, small business was a major victim. People have been major victims of all the strategies Fauci and his team right. put together on COVID. But there's also this issue of the performance of the American healthcare system is getting worse. And it's really struggling. And I, and I wonder if you're right, you know, counting RSV, flu, COVID, and all that stuff. People are so tired of hearing about this stuff and not seeing what they're being told in real life. I think our problem is as much belief about what we should or shouldn't do and what we should listen to our doctors say or not say, because there's plenty of doctors who are saying the absolute opposite of someone who's treating somebody right down the hallway. Agreed. So how do you believe in a system that's been damaged so much, and how much impact will that be on the American healthcare? you know, of every individual out there. I think that's one of the bigger problems that we haven't really talked about. I agree. And, and Steve, that's something that even before Dr. Kelly joined us some, you know, year, almost two years ago, no, year, I guess, uh, what has it been, August, sorry, 18 months ago, roughly. So yeah. g- given that, before that, Steve, that was one of those things you and I talked about a lot was how damaging, and I guess, Dr. Kelly, I'll volley this back over to you. How damaging is the things that Steve just said? How much of an impact is that having upon the medical community in general? Because to me personally, my lack of, fa- of faith in it has really diminished. Well, I'll tell you, I think for many, many people, their faith and confidence in the system has been um, really irrevocably undermined. Uh, It's not only in their own physicians, but also in public health in general. Uh, I think people are saying, you know, the heck with it. People think that they're doing their own research, however, and this is where the problem is. They say, I'm not going to listen to my doctor. I'm going to go out and I'll do my own Google search or my own Internet search. And as you well know, the information they are able to access there is highly filtered. It's been pre-digested. You don't get all the information mm-hmm. at all. So, so the layperson is in really in a bind. 
because if you can't get the right information from your own doctor because they have been influenced by the hospitals, by the medical associations that are on the take from uh, Big Pharma and the CDC and HHS, and on top of it, you can't get information um, out in the public sphere because it has been manipulated Mm -hmm. and it is being censored and controlled, then where do you go to get it? We have got to bring back open and honest discourse. We've got to allow people to disagree. In the past, prior to COVID, if you disagreed with me as a physician, uh, physicians disagree all the time. Right. That's why you got a. That's why you get opinion. a second opinion. Right. It's where the idea of second or third opinions come in. There are entire industries that had been made out of getting second opinions. That's right. People, you know, places like the Mayo Clinic, you know, the Cleveland Clinic, they offer services called second opinion, where you could send in your medical records and have somebody independent look at it. All of a sudden, come COVID, now there's only one opinion allowed, and that was Anthony Fauci's and the CDC and, you know, uh, HHS and whatever they said, that was the opinion. And in places like California, where I'm sitting today, they have fundamentally criminalized it if you have a different opinion. This is really dangerous. I, I agree. All right, hey, so hey, John, go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Hey, John, uh, you know, the one thing I would add to that is that for the first time in my life, and I've been in healthcare a long time, I'm now watching videos and listening to the opinion of morticians regarding a disease and a vaccine that goes with that virus. That's never happened before. Why are we listening to the guys who are doing funerals? Because we believe they're probably giving us the most direct information yeah. possible point. about what they're seeing. That is an indication of just how far we've fallen with medical opinion. Marty Macrae was on the news last night, and he said the single greatest damage he sees in the medical community right now is the lack of scientific discussion yep. and you know debate over what's going on. It's just exactly what Kelly said. Yep. I don't know how you're going to get from here to people believing in doctors in the system again. It may never happen, at least in the, our lifetime. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I've got my own thoughts on that. I got a question that I want to ask uh, Dr. Kelly before we do that. A listener sent this in, and I don't know the exact situation. Uh, anyways, I'll just, I'll just read it as 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 it is. Does any data show if it's more harmful to a newborn baby if the mother gets the uh, gets the, you know gets the mRNA shot prior to pregnancy, during pregnancy, or after the baby is born? Well, good question. We know, first of all, that without any doubt, um, the mRNA does cross the placental barrier and get to the baby. So if the mom is getting gets vaccinated during pregnancy, uh, that mRNA is clearly getting shared with the baby. Furthermore, we know that there are a lot of issues with pregnancies related to the vaccine. Dr. James Thorpe and certainly Dr. Ryan Cole, the pathologist, have both reported significant issues with the development of the placenta, for example. Placentas are undersized, not only ending up in an increase in intrauterine fetal demise, meaning stillbirth, but also underweight infants, premature infants, and a lot of other issues. Now, if mom waits until after delivery to get vaccinated, Clearly, the baby is safe up until the point that mom decides to breastfeed. Right. And if mothers are breastfeeding, we know that that mRNA and the spike protein is excreted in breast milk. So um, it's a complex question, uh, but the only way to keep an, a newborn infant from being exposed to mRNA and the spike protein would be to wait until after pregnancy 
and then not breastfeed. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm suggesting not breastfeed. I'm saying that that, that would be I, I get, the you know, only and I guess a, a, a bit deeper, you know, a bigger question that I would have to ask this particular person is, okay, I guess if somebody got one prior to pregnancy because of who knows what, okay, I get that. While being pregnant, I really have no idea why you would get the vaccine. And once you've delivered, unless, again, I, I don't, guys, I'm at a point today, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Kelly, I really can't recommend personally, knowing all the data that's out there now and everything that I see, I wouldn't recommend anybody get it, period. I don't care who it is. I, I, well, I, I agree with you. I've, at this point, I would not recommend that anyone get these vaccines. For a number of reasons. Number one, we have a great way to treat and always have had a yep. great way to treat COVID. Yep. We have safe, effective, readily available medications to treat it. Number two, we know that the vaccines do not stop you from contracting COVID. They don't stop you from spreading it. Uh, number th- okay. Number three, we know that the current strains are far, far less severe than the original Wuhan strain. So for lots of reasons, um, and we have a mounting, just a mounting evidence of not only, you know, one or two or three types of severe adverse events, but just overwhelming severe adverse events. Mm -hmm. Not a day goes by when I don't hear about somebody else or see somebody else who has been profoundly impacted in a negative way. So um, I would not recommend that anybody is getting these vaccines if you've gotten them already. Okay, I respect that. Right. You had your own reasons. Maybe you, you know, what, whatever they were. Okay, if you got two shots, don't get a third. If you got three, don't get a fourth. You know, stop. But besides the fact, and we've talked about this in numerous shows in the past, Doctor Kelly and Steve, given the way that the the virus has now morphed and will continue to, and knowing that we're technically behind in the technology end of things on the shot itself, it's not doing any good for the current strain anyway. So why bother? It's actually, John, in more, more cases than you think, it's causing more mutations. Mass vaccination good, good needs point. to stop. So great it's point, Steve. Mutating. Great right. point. Great point. All right. Great segue. We got one more break here with the two of them, and then uh, we'll finish off here as we come back. Don't go anywhere, folks. If you got questions for either one of them, please text us 307 200 8222. Again, 307 200 8222. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Keep this number handy, especially through the holidays. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with Hi-Fi Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high-five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the high five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he says, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is a number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith wants to help you with your financial future, and it's easy. Just give Al a call today, 303-744-1128. 
Planning for your retirement doesn't need to be rigid to be a solid plan. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial asks what is uniquely important to you before diving into the numbers, getting an accurate picture of how to realistically get there. Once Al understands your individual circumstances, he can figure out what needs to be adjusted, positioning you with the best trajectory to reach your goal. Golden Eagle Financial wants to get to know what you want your retirement to look like so that a plan can be created to make that happen. By incorporating a strategy that works with your lifestyle, Al can partner with you to make sure that a comfortable retirement is in your future. Schedule a conversation at his office for a fresh look at your financial future. Call 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128 now, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. All right, Save the Storks is next. And again, organizations saving babies' lives, not the opposite. We want to save babies. We want to get a stork bus handled for them. We do that through our donations. So you know what? Give to Save the Storks today. Go to savethestorks.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry, so give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back and very appreciative of Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House joining us. One thing Dr. Kelly, uh, Charlie, you know, asked me during the break and it's something we haven't spent a lot of time on. So I thought maybe if you've got a couple of minutes here to talk about it, and that is long COVID. Is that something to be concerned of? Do people really get it? If so, how do they get over it? Is that going to be a perpetual thing that even employers have to now deal with moving forward? What are your thoughts there, Dr. Kelly? Well, there's no question that long COVID, uh, quote-unquote, the name they've given it, exists. Let me start by saying 
COVID is certainly not the first virus associated with a protracted or prolonged illness after the acute illness. Okay. Very, very common with a number of other viruses, including Epstein-Barr virus uh, and mononucleosis. Epstein-Barr was initially thought to be the cause of, quote, chronic fatigue syndrome. And I will also say that many people who are suffering from, quote, long COVID, meaning, again, the ongoing issues related to whether it's muscle aches or brain fog, sleeplessness, that a number of different symptoms can go along with this. But what we are seeing and suggesting that doctors run an Epstein-Barr virus tighter on those patients because it's, COVID seems to have reactivated EBV, mm. Epstein-Barr virus, mm. in many, many people who are okay. suffering from long COVID. So, number one, COVID isn't the only virus that does this. It's well-known and well-documented with other viruses. It may be associated, actually, with reactivation of Epstein-Barr. Yes, we have ways to treat it, but you need, and many of the ways to treat it are similar to the same, using the same drugs that we use to treat acute COVID, meaning ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, fluvoxamine, steroids, those sorts of things. There are well-established protocols. Um, certainly, if you go to the website I'm associated with, earlycovidcare.org, we have a lot of those protocols listed there um, for the treatment of long COVID. It is unclear how much of the symptoms is related to um, the, the uh, spike proteins that are still out there because many, many of the people who have, quote, long COVID are also vaccinated, uh, the majority of them. So it's hard to sort out, hmm. is this related just to the spike protein or is some of this related also to issues from the mRNA uh, and the fact that because you're vaccinated, you are continuing to produce spike protein. Mm. That's really the problem. When you get, if you get COVID and you haven't been vaccinated, you generally clear the virus from your body in three to five days and the spike proteins go with it. If on the other hand, you're vaccinated, you now own the blueprint. You own the instruction manuals in every cell of your body to create spike proteins. And there is no off switch. You will continue to do it. We know people are producing spike proteins months and months after being vaccinated, and they simply did not study it to determine if that ever stops. Wow. And the spike proteins we know are the toxic piece. So you are now a little spike protein factory once you've been vaccinated. Uh, so it, it, it's complicated, but yes, long COVID does exist. Uh, but it really, you have to sort out, is it related to really just the virus itself, or is this actually a secondary vaccine problem? All right, moving along, Steve, into an article you sent, which sort of ties into what Dr. Kelly said a moment ago about the spike protein in the blood, and we've talked a lot about transfusions and things like that. You sent an article earlier this week out of New Zealand where there was a baby that was going in for surgery. The parents wanted to have basically virgin blood, you know, blood that would not be contaminated with the mRNA vaccine. The New Zealand authorities basically said, no, that ain't happening, and pulled the baby from them in the process. Yeah, and you know what? There's a lot of people have been asking me about this this week, John. They're saying, look, in the United States, if you had blood that you were going to donate for your child to use during surgery, you could do it every time virtually. However, New Zealand is a socialist system. Right. And there's another factor here that I'm concerned about, and I want Kelly's opinion about this as well, which is if you let them do this, 
If you let them provide the blood on the basis of the fact that they want unvaccinated blood and you say, okay, is that going to send a message around the world that says vaccinated blood is not normal? And we've seen, obviously, lots of cases where we don't think vaccinated blood is normal based on, you know, some of the videos and articles we've seen. Right. Did they do do this to preserve Mm. the concept that they didn't want to start a blood war, basically, over vaccinated versus unvaccinated? So they did this for that reason. I don't know, but that's what I'm concerned about. I I think it goes back to Dr. Kelly, you talking about them doubling down. To me, that's exactly what they're doing there. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I agree. And, And this, you know, this let's make the segue into some of the other egregious things that we have seen happen. You know, Duke University right now, my alma mater, tragically, uh, is currently refusing to do a kidney transplant on a 14-year-old because she hasn't been vaccinated. We are seeing many, many hospitals turn away and refuse to do life-saving procedures on people on the basis of their vaccination status. So, again, we are starting to see these are pressures when somebody they're putting a gun to somebody's head and saying we will or won't do a particular procedure on you based on your vaccination status or we will or won't honor your uh, request regarding getting, you know, blood that's either not vaccinated, you're not vaccinated or whatever it is. Uh, This is really, we are no longer, you know, getting informed consent. We are no longer allowing the patient and the patient's family to make the best decisions based on their own desires, their own risk tolerance, their own religious uh, decisions, their own whatever. You know, as a physician, I can't refuse to operate on a patient, for example, who's a Jehovah's Witness. No... Going into that operating room, I know if this patient needs a blood transfusion, they are not going to take it because of their belief. Mm-hmm. I can't refuse to take say, I won't do your open heart surgery, or I won't take care of your appendicitis, or I won't, you know, operate on you if you're shot in the chest because you're a Jehovah's Witness. I can't. That's illegal in, in addition to being immoral and unethical. So where in the world do these physicians and hospital systems get off? making the same decision based on someone's vaccination status. Interesting. It's just not right. Well, I go back to, Steve, the thing you and I keep talking about, and I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet, and maybe it hasn't happened because of what we're talking about right now. And this is, you know, where are the virgin blood banks, and will they start popping up? I do think that they're going to pop up. I think we're going to see more testing capabilities on blood itself. The other factor here is, a United States government that will not allow you to have a religious exemption in the military against a vaccine, they virtually rejected all of them, is the latest story. Yep. They won't allow that either. So now all of a sudden it becomes, if you're unvaccinated, we are going to penalize you one way or another, even to the point of costing you your life hmm. if, you're not va- if you're not vaccinated, when in fact there are tests that show you can show long-term antibody from, you know, natural immunity. It's out there. Why don't you check the antibody test or antibody status of someone with the current high, you know, high-quality testing that's being done out there on antibodies and determine whether or not the person even needs to be vaccinated. I don't get why to stop short and say, well, I'm not even going to look at that. All I'm going to do is say, if you're not willing to be vaccinated, then you're not smart enough to get a new kidney. I mean, that's ridiculous. 
Dr. Kelly, we've got about three or four minutes left here, about three minutes actually at this point. Uh, is this just part of the whole money grab end of things by Big Pharma to make sure that what Steve's talking about, that, you know, none of that gets reversed and we just keep heading down this, this disastrous path we're on? Yes, I, I do. I think this is largely driven by money on the part of the pharmaceutical companies. And as I said, unfortunately, hospital systems have benefited from this. Medical organizations, everybody from the AMA on down, took money from the CDC and HHS and others ahead of time to promote these vaccines. It is now, there's just one big cabal, and unfortunately, Patients and their families are suffering as a result of it. Uh, we are going to end up with a two-tiered system, yeah. I suspect, where where people who are not vaccinated, who chose not to do this, um, whether because they were simply educated enough or they, you know, for whatever reason, they made the decision not to get vaccinated, are ending up getting substandard care uh, during this. And we have got, you know, physicians like myself and People like Steve and you have got to continue to speak yep, out about right. this because the only way it will get reversed is if we make a lot of noise. Senator Ron Johnson held a really compelling three-hour-long congressional hearing yesterday, and people, you know, like Harvey Reich and Peter McCullough and Ryan Cole and you know many, many others testified there again. And every single one of these people, and these are not fringe. Doctors. These are not people mm. who drained at some offshore school. These right. are people from Harvard, Yale, Duke, Stanford, who are saying, stop, pull these vaccines from the market, end every mandate. These things is, is unconscionable. They are harming people. People are dying. These are not effective shots, and people are dying yep. as a result of it. If you listen to that three-hour testimony, which you can find it's on Rumble, been posted it will absolutely chill you hmm. dozens of people person after person saying here's my data here's my findings here's what it's mm -hmm. what we are finding mm -hmm. from these shots stop the madness steve i'll let you kind of have the last word i do think that your predictions long ago about how we'll end up having almost a dual society where you have those that are healthy and unvaccinated and those that are vaccinated not so healthy. Not saying every vaccinated person will be unhealthy, but I think as time goes by, there's going to be a vast difference in what kind of medical care each set of individuals need. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't think you are, Steve. Well, I think, John, that's right. I think the other thing to factor in here is there's really upset right now in the system, the pharma system, because five, less than 5% of children who are eligible for the vaccine have gotten it. They're trying to mandate it as part of the mm -hmm. school system. Right. What if the reason why they're pushing the vaccine so hard right now is that they don't want a two-tiered system? And the only way to not have a two-tiered system, the only way to have people who are all vaccinated, who are all suffering the same set of side effects, and the long-term diseases are not attributed back to that yep. vaccine is if everybody is treated the same by getting a vaccine. That's right. At that point, it becomes much more difficult right. to segment out those who have been unvaccinated right. and are not suffering those same effects. I think it's that corrupt, John. I, I worry agree. about it, but I think it is that I agree corrupt. with you. I agree. I'll leave it with that. Steve, as always, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again here shortly before Christmas. Have a great afternoon. I'll let you go. Dr. Kelly Victory, same thing. Thank you so much for your time. Spot on. I enjoy every one of these hours. I know our listeners do as well. We're, we're, we're you know, very much in debt to you.
Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate the platform and happy to join you anytime. You're, thank you very much, Dr. Kelly. We appreciate you very much. And uh, Veteran Windows and Doors is next day. Bancroft wants to help you with your joy score in your home and how to save money when it comes to energy in your own home. Call him today, 303-529-0720. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require so you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future, too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com windows to make an appointment. Bruce Simmons is next. A reverse mortgage might be the right fit for you, especially if you're short on cash, especially given the circumstances that we're in. Talk to Bruce today. Find out if that's a good fit for you. 303-467-7821. Inflation can kill your retirement. Bruce Simmons can match the right reverse mortgage program to your specific needs. Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage can use a reverse mortgage to relieve the soaring prices on your everyday necessities like groceries, gas, and other essentials. Bruce understands how inflation affects your individual circumstances, choosing the right reverse mortgage program that is relevant and personalized to your needs. A reverse mortgage can take away some of the pressure that hidden costs put on your retirement nest egg. He knows the potential benefits of financial planning with a certified reverse mortgage, including decreased stress associated with additional sources of income. Set up a free consultation with Bruce Simmons at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. K&R Home Transitions, any question you have when it comes to real estate, they are our experts, Catherine and Robin. K&R Home Transitions, 720-437-8210. Living with your family in a multi-generational house makes sense, until it doesn't. Talk to Catherine and Robin at K&R Home Transitions before making this kind of commitment. The problems can sneak up on you. Expenses are high. Health issues can come up for you or your loved ones. And overall inflation just makes everything so much worse. Catherine and Robin can help you avoid these potential issues. They help you consider the risks of including your family in a real estate deal before you get locked into a living situation that can deplete your valuable resources like your time, energy, and money. Be informed when considering multi-generational housing with Catherine and Robin from K&R Home Transitions. Be positive that combined housing is the right move by calling them now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or leave them a detailed message by using the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Botanical Rush, Myra Mesco, she will give you a free consultation, by the way, if you have no idea 
how our products work or what you would need for you. And there's all sorts of different skin. And no, not every product is exactly what you need. So if you have any questions, call her and she will actually walk you through that process free of charge. There's a big discount right now, 15% off. And there's some other great specials on the website, botanicalrush.com. Use John 15 for that 15% off. What you feed your skin matters. Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every Every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive code JOHN15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. That's botanicalrush.com code JOHN15. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for this hour. If you missed any of it, catch it between 6 and 7 tonight or right on the website, RushToReason.com. Hour 2 is next. Again, this is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.